Hey guys, this is Joe McCall. This is REI and your Lazy Boy. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm actually, this is a continuation from my last podcast that you maybe listened to yesterday. And uh, I am leaning back in my Lazy Boy chair in my office house type of thing here. Um, and just want to finish my podcast from a few minutes ago about retirement. And what got me on this uh, rant was listening to this video where these guys were saying that you need $2 million, 2 to $3 million to be able to retire if you were born in the 80s or 90s or whatever, right? And I just think it's a bunch of hogwash. It's a bunch of hogwash. It's crazy BS. And uh, so I sat down with a calculator or a spreadsheet. Now, let me, I always preface this because people give me a hard time sometimes about my spreadsheets because I get it. You can have a spreadsheet to tell you whatever you want it to tell you, right? But I like looking at the numbers. I like looking at scenarios. And if you didn't listen to the last episode, you should because I talked about why the stock market is stupid and you should never invest in the stock market. And, and unless, unless, in my opinion, you already have invested some money into real estate and you want to diversify. So I think the first thing you should invest in is real estate. If you want to diversify to protect yourself, then you should look at maybe investing also in the stock market. But even then, man, I don't know. I don't know if that's smart or not. So what I did is I'm going to try to open it up here. I was, I'm sitting on, the, on my couch and I was on my phone and I opened up this. By the way, if you've ever wanted to work on a spreadsheet from your phone, nothing beats uh, the Numbers app, the uh, spreadsheet software from Apple. It's called Numbers. Um, it's just really cool. I, I love it. So let's just say I'm going to run through a scenario with you and show you how you can actually retire on $100,000 a year with only, and you only need about $600,000 to do that. What? You don't need $2.4 million? No, you only need about $600,000. I'm just going to run through some scenarios on some numbers for a typical house in St. Louis. Okay? So these may not be numbers that are valid for you. I mean, if you're, if you wanted to build your wealth retirement portfolio, uh, from residential real estate in Los Angeles or San Diego, your numbers are going to be a lot different than this. But there's a lot of markets like St. Louis in the United States. They're all over the Midwest, uh, parts of uh, South Texas, and maybe even parts of Florida, I don't know, where you're going to get similar numbers to this. All right. Uh, let's say you want to make $100,000 a year gross. Okay. Now, I'm not figuring in any taxes here, and I know that's, that can be significant, but if you do this in an IRA, um, that's a whole other story, right? You can, you can protect yourself from taxes by investing in real estate with an IRA. And I'm not claiming to be a tax expert, so if, you think, if you're intrigued or interested by any of these numbers I'm giving you, then go see an accountant, talk to a tax advisor, and just see if I'm not full of hot air and BS, right? But you can buy properties in an IRA, and shelter yourself from taxes, okay? Um, but talk to an accountant about that. So let's say you wanted to make $100,000 a year. $100,000 divided by 12 is $8,333 a month, right? 
Now, let's say in St. Louis, you could buy a house right now, a house or a condo or a townhome or something like that for $35,000 in really good shape. Two bedrooms, maybe three bedrooms that rents for $800 to $1,000 a month. Okay. You could go out and buy maybe a $50,000 house that rents for $900 or $1,000 a month. But I just stuck with $35,000. I know I could go out and buy a property that would rent for $800 a month in a C neighborhood. Uh, maybe B minus neighborhood. Now, I use the A, B, C, D scale, right? So D is a war zone. Uh, a is the wealthy McMansions, very expensive neighborhoods. So I like investing in C neighborhoods, C plus, B minus neighborhoods, right? Blue collar, good working class, decent school districts, uh, good, solid, cash flowing rental real estate, okay? And uh, so let's say... I know right now I could buy a property for $35,000 all in or buy a property for thirty five dollars that doesn't need much work and it'll rent for $800 a month. And then I'm going to figure in 40% for expenses. I'm figuring 40% for property management, vacancies, repairs, property taxes, insurance, uh, all that good stuff. So I'm figuring on one month a year pretty much of vacancies. I'm figuring one month's rent a year for repairs and uh, figuring in all that money for property management. I think it's about 10% for property management taxes and stuff like that. Okay. So I am setting aside 40% of my rental income every single month for expenses and I'm saving some for reserves over vacancies and stuff like that. Right. So that gives me a gross annual rent per year of $9,600. Okay. My net rent of $5,760. So my net rent per house is $5,760, and a month, that's $480. So if a gross rent is $800, I'm netting $480, okay? Now, if I need to make $8,333 a month to make $100,000 a year, all right, how many houses do I need? Well, I take $8,333 divided by $480. I need 17.4 houses, Okay. I need 17.4 houses. Now, just bear with me on the numbers here, the decimals. I get it. So, because um, some houses might be more, some houses might be less, just approximate. So, if you take about 17 times $35,000, okay, you're going to need about $607,000. Okay? Now, let's say you just buy one house a year. Okay? One house a year, you take your wholesaling profits from deals that you're wholesaling and flipping, and you take your profits and buy just one house a year. How many years would it take you to buy $607,000 of real estate? Okay, 17.4 years. So if you needed, if you're, let's say your net average net profit per deal is $4,500, and that's after marketing expenses, okay? After closing costs, marketing expenses, whatnot, your average net profit per deal, I'm figuring in marketing here, is $4,500, okay? You'd need to do 7.8 deals per year or 0.6 deals per month. Basically, you need to do one deal every two months. Take your profits. Let's say you're doing, you know, four deals uh, a month, right? You need to take one deal every two months, set that profit aside, and buy a rental property, okay? So let's say you bought two houses a year. Let me change this number here. 
to two. You bought two houses a year. How many years would it take you to reach your goal of $607,000? Okay, nine years. And you would need to do um, about 16 deals a year or 1.3 deals per month. All right, so let's say you're doing four deals. One out of every three or four deals, you just set aside the profit and you buy a house. All right, so here's my point in all of that. Right. If you had zero debt, so obviously you got to make sure you're paying off all your debt, right? Do you think you could live pretty comfortably? Well, let's say you even had some debt, right? Let's say you still even had a mortgage on a house, right? And you had a loan on a car. Could you live pretty comfortably on $100,000 a year gross? I think most people listening to this could, Okay. Do you think you could live pretty comfortably grossing $8,300 a month if you were to be retired today? Now, this is all obviously in today's dollars, okay? You could figure in appreciation and, and increase your numbers and bump them up, but so would the rents increase and bump up as well, right? And then my average profits per deal would also increase and bump up as well. So figuring in this all in today's dollars, you could figure it in with appreciation and all that, but I don't think the numbers will change much. I may be wrong, but I don't think the numbers will change much because you'd also then have to increase the rents in your calculations and increase your average net wholesaling profit per deal. But how many of you guys think, okay, um, you could wholesale, you could retire actually, live very comfortably on $8,000 a month. And if you had net cash flow, net cash flow, and I'm figuring in all the expenses for all the stuff that's managing that's involved with managing rental properties, okay? You would only need about 17 or 18 houses. 17 or 18 houses, right? And if you wanted to, if you could buy two houses a year, let's say you could buy, let me make 1.5. You bought one and a half houses per year. You bought, what is that? Um, three houses every two years. Is that right? <laughs> okay, something like that, right? Three houses every two years, Okay. You'd have to do one deal a month, and you would retire in 12 years. Do you get the numbers there? So you just got to play with that stuff, right? I mean, it's, it's going to be different. But bottom line, bottom line is this. If you just took one deal a month and set aside the profits from that, okay? Let's say you're wholesaling. Most people would wholesale. I was just meeting with a guy yesterday, Phil. Awesome dude. Um, he's done 10 deals in like four months or something like that. Okay, that's so awesome, right? What if you just took one deal a month, set aside your profits, put it in some in your IRA, okay? And when you had $35,000, $40,000, you went, bought a property in some cool Midwestern town like St. Louis or Kansas City or Indianapolis or Columbus, Ohio or... Cincinnati, Ohio, or Mobile, Alabama. How about Lafayette, Louisiana? That's a great market, right? Um, parts of Texas, College Station, or some of the not expensive markets in Texas. You can buy great real estate around the U.S. for thirty-five, forty, fifty thousand dollars. That rents for eight hundred to a thousand dollars a month. You set aside money for all of your expenses: property management, vacancies, repairs, maintenance, all that good stuff, right? You would only need about one deal per month. If you could wholesale one property per month, set aside that money, 
by about, um, what did I say here? One deal. If you bought one deal a month, it would take you about 12 years and you would have $650,000 right, in houses and property that would give you enough money to make $100,000 a year. Does that all make sense? I mean, does that get you excited at all? Or did you get completely lost in the numbers? <laughs> I almost got lost in the numbers. And I hope I said all of that right. But my point is, guys, you only need like a third of what they're telling you in the financial news, right? These guys that make their money from uh, um, feeding lies to the masses and telling them that the stock market is the best, safest form of retirement. Um, and, and it's really just a big gambling game. And for many people, it's an addiction. Um, investing in the stock market, I do not think, is part of a wise investing strategy. I really don't. I think the best, safest um, asset to invest in is real estate. Okay? And if you buy real estate right, it doesn't matter which direction the market is going. Even if you were to... You could have bought houses with these numbers in 2005, 2006, before the market crashed, when the market was going up. Okay, and if you would have bought houses with these numbers in 2005, 2006, when the market crashes in 2007, 2008, it wouldn't have mattered a hill of beans to you, right? Rents didn't drop during the market downfall. It didn't. Maybe there was a little bit more vacancies during that time for a brief period of time, but people always need a place to live. People always need a house, a roof over their heads. So even when the market was down and it's worse since the Great Depression, people still needed a place to live. People were still paying rent. All right. And even if the value of your properties dropped in half because you bought smart and because you are cared about cash flow, you would, you would have been fine. Okay. So is now the best time to invest in real estate? Yes. Is tomorrow the best time to invest in real estate? Yes. Is 10 years from now the best time to invest in real estate? Yes. Doesn't it matter which direction the market is going? No, it does not. Cool? All right, so I hope that kind of gives you some encouragement. I hope I even got those numbers right. I'm pretty sure I did. Bottom line, you don't need as much as you might think to retire, and you can get there a lot faster than you ever thought possible. If you start taking some profits from your wholesaling deals, reinvesting them, into simple residential real estate, good solid neighborhoods, set aside money every month for vacancies, repairs, right? Get some good property management in there or hire your own assistant to manage these properties. Gosh, you only need, what was the numbers again? You only need how many houses? 17 or 18 houses. So just set up a goal. Okay, if I want to have 20 houses and I want to retire in 15 years, let's say I want to retire in 20 years, and I need 20 houses, that's one house a year. And if the average house is uh, $60,000, well, okay, I need to do, um, and my average profit in wholesale deal is five grand, I need to do one deal a month, right? I set aside that one deal a month, okay? And I'm not even talking about leverage here. I'm not even talking about using mortgages to buy these houses. I'm talking about paying cash. You put this money into an IRA, however that works, right? I'm not a tax expert, but um, then... You can start buying these houses with zero debt and do really well. You, you could even argue that you will do even better if you use debt 
to buy these houses. And I'm not going to cross that bridge, but um, maybe you can, maybe you can't. I don't know. I, I, I get real nervous about debt because it's too easy to get over leveraged. But you guys get what I'm saying. I mean, what if you, what if you bought these houses with 25% down on a 15-year note, okay? And you just took any extra cash flow that you had every month after you made sure that you had some money set aside for vacancies and repairs. What if you just took that money, that extra cash flow you're making every month and paid down your debt faster, right? Then you can accelerate this growth even crazier, even faster. All right, guys, so that's it. That is, uh, wow, 16 minutes. Good thing, good thing I didn't make this part of my uh, previous episode. Guys, take care. Comb your hair. And uh, stop investing in the stock market unless you already are investing in real estate and you're looking for some good deals. Listen, if you're looking for good real estate to invest in, we have a, I've never really advertised this on my podcast much. But if you go to stlouiscashflowdeals.com, stlouiscashflowdeals.com, you can join our buyers list. And if we get a property that might work for you, then uh, we'll notify you from that buyers list. Okay, so check that out if you want, stlouiscashflowdeals.com. You can also text me anything, anytime you want at 636-255-8815, 636-255-8815. And text me, leave me a voicemail. Let me know what you think. See you guys. Take care.